Hello, guys. Welcome. Behind the Bunker Monday night. Memorial Day weekend. But yet, we're here. We're here every Monday. We never take a holiday. Thank you for joining us. It is Behind the Bunker, our weekly paintball show. My name is Todd Ansich. With me, I have Garvin Sharma from Turret Tech Industries. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And I wasn't sure, Todd, if that was a dig at me for not showing up last weekend because <laughs> oh, I did yeah. take a holiday for the long weekend. I'm like, son of a bitch. You know, like, I'm out of here. Uh, but I do appreciate you folks, if you are on a holiday today and watching the Behind the Bunker show. I hope you find it to be festive. Uh, make sure you hit that like and share button, folks, because it's going to be a great show. I am back post-holiday and looking forward to contributing to the, or watching your contributions to the chat. You had a good excuse last week. It was something about your ovaries? Uh, yes. I was something about my ovaries. I have got nothing. I'm tired. Or is that the BDSM <laughs> retreat he was talking about? <laughs> oh, that's... Sure. <laughs> okay. You, you can pan over. We're, I'm done. Tried. We're, we're going we're to do the intros in a second, but I have to tell you, I took my kid to uh, the Kinsman Carnival, which is like a... It's a park down the street that every year that uh, the carnies show up with their midway rides and it's like a throw together thing. And smell the cabbage There in the were air. a small group of people that were there that were not part of the carnival, but they were walking around in their furries outfits. They what? Were like, that is fantastic. It was like they're rabbits. The one guy was like a hip rabbit. He was in like... A, a hipster rabbit? He was in like... A, a vest? Shoulder pants, whatever you call Overalls. Shoulder pants. <laughs> That's what my daughter called overalls. Shoulder, shoulder pants. <laughs> Anyways, they're wandering around and like their wives are proudly walking with them and stuff, and they're stopping and giving kids high fives. What, and stuff. Wives? So these weren't like teenagers. These are no, no. These grown were like men. Grown no, what is this? Men. Probably what is have this jobs. called that you're I talking believe about? The, 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 the fetish term is called what is it, Gavin? That you call furries? That you call uh, yourselves? Um, the, my, my community? <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, we're called furries. <laughs> my <Yes>. community. <laughs> yeah. Really? But anyways, I think they were waiting all year to be to be part of that. Um, Let's wait for the second hottest day of the summer. Okay, and so on fur suits. But I have also learned my lesson. I'm never taking another Monday night off. <laughs> oh, I just look at this. I become the target for all the I jokes. Just Googled fur- I just googled furries. Yep. Yeah, that'll and that'll be, be on your. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that'll uh, be on all of his Amazon ads, the Instagram ads. Speaking of furries, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Uh, greetings and thanks for uh, turning in. I'm definitely not furry today. Today's Monday night. It's also garbage night. I cut my hair today for the just for the show. Um, I will continue to research furries, and then um, we'll see what happens. Um, and, and yes, you'll have to let us know in the after show your findings. Wolf Critchlow says the BDSFM tr- retreat is next next month. Um, oh. Yeah, have you has it, have you guys ever heard the term shoulder pants or is it just yeah? My Megan family? calls them Megan calls them that too. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in, and then shoulder uh, pants. <laughs> Joshua Zubrikas, who wears no shirt with his shoulder pants, yeah, and well, one down, one strap down. It's called ventilation. <laughs> and then he wears a, or then he chews a long piece of straw. <laughs> Hold my spitter. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. I don't know what the hell that you're watching. This is. Uh, Memorial Day yeah, paintball something. show. Yeah. yeah, we'd apologize now, but yeah, it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse. So thank you guys for tuning in. This is our weekly paintball show tonight. We're gonna be talking about uh, whoa, shoot, whoa. sorry, what will the future of paintball look like? We asked you guys out there. Uh, we also asked you guys, uh, what do you consider to be a great day of paintball? We may get to that as well as the day goes on. Um, unfortunately, uh, COVID is going away, but uh, Joe, you sent me this. Yes, that's the new Croc pox have been found. Yes, that's right. 
I, I think I saw this. I think Lisa posted this as well. This is fantastic. Um, I hope George is feeling better. Speaking of those, um, I've lost my Crocs. Oh. I'm sad about this, but I now have the... Um, I've lost my fiance. What are the... <laughs> maybe the dingo ate your baby. <laughs> yeah, what are the things that everyone else wears? Not Crocs, the other ones. It's the Germans. Um, Spanners? Birkenstocks? Birkenstocks. Yeah. yeah, I got my Birkenstock tan on already. Oh, nice. Yeah. My wife bought me plastic Birkenstocks. Like, I don't know if they're real or knockoff, but they're like plastic, not like the nice leather ones. They're from the try. dollar store, and they're called Birkenstocks. I, I just don't know. If, I'm sure I'll try them. I'm sure I'll fall in love with them. I just I can't be that guy. They yet. have furry stocks. <sighs> yeah, that that actually happens this weekend. Um, exalt, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into some paintball. Do you know that they have their universal goggle case back in stock? Their new lens cases nice. back in stock. I shouldn't say new, but they're mar- their cases, their marker cases, just uh, in case, and their tank cases <laughs> and marker cases, all back in stock. So if you're looking to get some now, order one through your local pro shop because they have them in stock. The shipping container just arrived, I guess. Um, that was floating around. I have some bad news. Someone took a, some of our, uh, our, our, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Advice to heart. Blake says, so I finally got around to watching Splat this weekend. I have to ask, based on the main character's name, is the movie based on Todd's original origin story? Just curious. So I said, said, oh, no, you took our recommendation. Sorry, we cannot give you your two hours back. He says, it wasn't that bad. My wife really enjoyed the hilarious, badly written dialogue. LOL. It's a typical 90s underdog story. Very true. If you you go in with that attitude, then you're going to be entertained. If you watch all the way to the end, like all the way through the credits, there is actually a disclaimer at the end that says, this is based off Todd's life. Only the names, people, events, and ideas have been changed to protect the identities of those involved. (laughs) I would like to see a uh, where are they now expose of the the cast and crew of that movie. I bet they're still on direct damage. (laughs) Oh, direct damage, that's right. There's a couple people in gutters right now (laughs) wearing a direct damage hoodie yeah oh well so thank you guys for tuning in not a lot in the world of paintball that's going on this week certainly not around us um but uh we'll we'll get to some paintball goodness tonight not around me either yeah we do have uh some from the vault segment from joe we have a couple topics tonight we do have i will say matt outdid himself on the prices right tonight um there is some good stuff there and there is no theme tonight josh <laughs> matt there Matt, no Matt, Uh-oh. Matt, I don't care what Todd says. You're doing a great job. Hooray. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to have an after show. I got a couple topics for the after show. I'm looking forward to ch- chatting with you guys with. If you're watching us on uh, YouTube, thank you guys for joining us. Maybe hit that like and share button. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, I think uh, you also hit that like button. Makes uh, makes everything go well. And everybody keeps talking about algorithms. So please help with that. I'm going to meet that L. I know. Yeah, what, is, what does Al Gore have to do with Hunter? He invented the internet. He did. And, and algorithms, right? <laughs> yes. It's right um, there. That's hashtag algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. It's got a picture of Al Gore dancing. Well, why don't we get right into it then? Why don't we, uh, since we're not going anywhere directly, why don't we go right into tonight's vault and then uh, get into tonight's topic? And we also have some mail time questions too. Mail time. Yeah. All right, let's do that. Uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from The Vault where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball, and I show you something that's kind of old, something that's kind of cool, and something that maybe you haven't seen before or for a while. Today, I'm going to show you my barrel kit. This is the Smart Parts 
all American barrel kit. It's a two piece barrel. There's a back and this is the all American tip. You can see the unique porting. This is a green one to match, match my butt or sniper, but for longer distances and perhaps greater accuracy, I have the freak tip, which you can see also with the unique porting as well. These had the neat uh, smart parts gel on them, of course, and the back you can identify because it said all American. This is back in the day when smart parts was making all kinds of great products. Not that they don't make great products anymore, but they were really focusing on barrels and they had you know several different variants of barrels, including the freak kit and the all American and one piece barrels, two piece barrels and so on and so forth. Anyway, thanks for watching from the vault. We'll see you next time. Pew pew. Teardrop. Well, the tip was a teardrop tip, was it not? Yeah, the the it, was it was either progressive or teardrop back in the day, right? Oh, so I the thought progressive it was, was just the one that looked like you drilled holes with your... In with a spiral your... pattern, which is the All-American Yeah, tip. that was the All-American tip. Yeah. And then the other one was Matt's the teardrop. I thought it was the freak tip. Maybe it is the teardrop. Tomato potato, I think. Yeah. I, get, I might have... I have a teardrop barrel as well somewhere. So we were talking... Bring it in next week. We were we'll talking all the way look. through that video, ladies and gentlemen. But then we were just talking like... If you look, okay, so now, yeah, there is barrel kits and stuff, but back at that moment in time, there were freak kits, there were um, evil pipe kits, caner kits. Yes. What was first? CP, kit, right? CP mm, had freak, kits. Freak came before the pipe. I, really? Um, yeah. Okay. Freak came before okay. the pipe. Die had backs, but not many. And then you'd have to buy different proprietary barrels because somebody would have a different uh, diameter yeah. to it, right? So at Le least the all, at least the the smart Hammer parts had barrels too, right? The smart parts yeah, barrels. If you bought a back, you could say if you have an A5 back, a 98 back, you could have an impulse back, you could have a cocker back, but yeah. then you would just have to have the tip, and then you could and the inserts and the yeah, but that all American barrel did not need inserts. Because that wasn't a that wasn't a freak. Oh, it wasn't. That's oh. not a freak. Just the tip was a freak. Yeah. Ah, interesting. So oh, there's a lot of bells ringing. While we're here. talking <laughs> barrels, yeah. and as I said, like back back a number of years ago, you didn't get good barrels given with your gun. Like now, you buy a Planet Eclipse gun, you're done. Like that barrel's sweet, right? And and you usually get a couple couple in there with you. But back when you'd buy a high end gun, you'd get nothing. Yeah. Um, the, so you the whole 900 caliber paintball wasn't a joke. That's the size of barrel you used to get. Yeah. So whatever, but then there was a barrel too, and Joe, you'll have to help me on this because I'm going to speak at a term on this. But I have a barrel that I bought from Palmer's that has a that has a has a little um, extruded part inside the barrel that acts like a barrel uh, that acts as acts as a ball detente to like hold the ball inside in. the barrel inside yeah. the barrel or the, or like the auto mag had that little no. Another. So if you if you if you put your finger, <laughs> thank Waiting you, for it. inside the barrel from uh. the the, the side where you'd screwed into your breech, you'd feel a little raised area, and that was a sort of put there to act as like a baldy top for like a closed oh, bolt. Oh, nice. The nubbin, the nubbin was there. What was it called? The ultra nubbin. Is it? <laughs> it was a design feature. <laughs> Maybe so, yeah. It was produced in French, like Ryan McGee says. If someone could tell me what the name of that was, like, I hope to God it is nubbin. <laughs> it better not be. <laughs> Yeah. So oh, French, the high ride, French, the la la la. Yeah. So whatever. I, anyways, we're just, I, I still think there was more barrel options back then. I think you guys, you have so many good ones now. If you were to buy a barrel 
option outside of what comes with your gun. I think you have Inceptions, you have Freak, you have you have so many options. And the Freaks now have uh, self-cleaning ends on them. Like there's so many good, yeah, so many good options. So many good options. Um, all right, well, why don't we move on to, why don't we get into mail time might be a little more interesting. Your show. Mail time. Mail time. All right, it's mail time, folks. The time where I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that you have sent in. Uh, the sack is a little light this evening, but we, hopefully we can fill it with some stuff that's in the chats as well. Uh, first question comes first from Timothy D. Gilbert, and Timothy wants to know, wondering what's your opinion on gel ball uh, replacing old family fun fields? I've sold or replaced all my family's paintball equipment uh, for gel ball. I started in 1987. It takes me back to the good old days of... Um, Backyard play slash old play honor. What do you think about jelly ball replacing paintball? I, I don't. I don't think it will. My I personally don't think it will replace paintball. It's. I think it's another sort of gateway. It's like could, could gateway, you? Well, you you truck. could play if you use jelly ball. You know before low, before low impact. You know, you can, that's funny, Gavin. Um, you could use jelly ball before low impact. So you could, as long as the goggles would fit, you could have smaller kids doing it. Um, I know we intend to use, offer jelly ball for the haunt. Pardon? What about bigger little kids? They, bigger little kids could use jelly ball, but I think they can play low impact. Yeah. Maybe he was leaning towards the outlaw play. I think. Like just a backyard. Just a backyard. It certainly could, it certainly could replace Never nerf. meaning no harm. Yeah, I. Uh, you just sorry. gotta stop now, or we'll start the show over again. Okay, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna tolerate it. I think jelly ball has a place in paintball, but I think it's at a field with an organized birthday party, and I think you, like you guys said, it's a gateway. And I think fifty cal people were gateway. worried about fifty cal. It's a gateway. <laughs> well, whatever. Just it's like fifty entry. cal is is sort of a gateway to get people into traditional paintball i don't know that many people are going to sell off their gear to get into jelly ball um i know if you've got younger kids it seems like a great option and that will be fine for a while it's like buying nerf but then yeah. after a while you're going to want to get out of nerf and get into something that's the something next. harder yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah say gateway one more time <laughs> No, I don't, I don't think it's well. I don't know if that's what the you know the line of questioning was. I don't think it's going to replace paintball at all. I think it ha it does definitely has a a a niche within the uh, the action sports uh, market. Uh, but I also think it's really accessible and you can get it anywhere, uh, and it's cheap that you could play it legally, illegally without I, much impact. Would you say it's it would be its own genre? <laughs> <laughs> but you could have a jelly ball blaster fight in your yard. Heck, you could have it in your house if you. I was going to say that, you know like if mean? mom like, and dad aren't home, right? Yeah, it's not going to break anything. No. But John Jones says it's fun, but it's not going to replace it. Great for kids. Yeah, agreed. But Splatmaster was great too. But again, it's it's not a gateway, but it's it's a it's a it's an entry point to something bigger and better. You know. So I, I, I loved playing Splatmaster with my little person uh, when they were younger, but I found it it was hard for kids to play because of uh, the muscle that you required to pump yeah. that and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think that was the only detriment to it. So Jelly Ball sort of removes that. So I think that's a really great way to start uh, people getting yeah. into uh, 
The one thing that Jelly Ball, Splatmaster, 50 Cal, all of these and Nerf are doing, and Bazooka Ball to a lesser degree, is bringing younger people into the sport. And you're going to see younger birthday parties and younger people playing 68 caliber paintball soon. You know? Yeah. Um, Jesse Poston, for the little ones that can't play paintball yet, at least they can run around with these gel strikers and love it. Another Poston? How many Postons do we need watching They're, this they're breeding. <laughs> Wait. I Something's want, in the water in I want to see the tail on O'Poston. <laughs> what? That's good. <laughs> Todd got it. I, I, Matt, I did, Matt's, but I... Matt's no, I struck, did. Matt's I just trying to figure out how you got there. I, I got like an O'Possum. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, come on. That yeah. That's a good one. Logan Bernard says Jelly Ball can be played simply with safety glasses. Absolutely. And you're right, like there's no tanks needed, there's no there's no packs or pods. You know, certainly today would have been a refreshing day to play jelly ball with it being so warm outside. Yeah. Jesse Poston says I'm from Maui, born and raised. Nice. Well welcome to the show. Is that Seattle Maui? <laughs> <laughs> or Maui, Australia. Maui, Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jesse, to lump you in, but we have a couple of Postons that uh, infiltrate the show now and again. Uh, see, even Jennifer Beatty Poston right now says, These I'm only mutu- a Poston by marriage. But you made that choice, Jennifer. It's Paul pa- He's a mutual friend is Paul Poston. Your face creeping him? <laughs> his picture came up and I hovered over top of his name. Oh. Is it, okay. Are you still on the furries site? Yeah. Well, he said Paul Poston is a furry. You should see Paul's furry costume. He had his Memorial Day fursuit on, red, white, and blue. Paul Poston says he's uh, a leader of the Furries chapter of Logan, Ohio. Amazing. All right. Sorry, Paul. Uh, let's jump into the next question before we lose more viewers. Uh, from Nikolai Perkins, and he wants to know how does one keep playing paintball with no funds, no time or energy, and little to no feels close by? Oh, his gear was stolen, so it's been a bad few months. Yikes. Uh, yeah. You know what? Paintball on the cheap, paintball on a budget. What can you do? We've talked about that before. There's some there, there's some ideas that you can do. Certainly, it sucks if you don't have a paintball field close to you. We feel your burden. Um, but I mean, if you can find one, go offer it to work there. You know, if they're not, you know, everybody's hiring right now. Go and put a couple shifts in, and maybe you know, at the end of the day, you can join a group and go out for a couple minutes and have a couple of rounds. You know, or play in the morning and work in the afternoon. And once you've developed a, a relationship with a field owner, I mean, how many times have you done that for people, Joe? Lots. Yeah, it's a good way to get someone into the sport. It's like a gateway. It's, it's like a, a gateway. It's a good, it's a good thing. For, <laughs> it's a word you know again. What? If there's some kid, if there's kids that are low on funds, and they can just pick up some garbage or fill some sandbags or just generally help out, and they can you know sort of earn their keep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. And if your gear is stolen, you know, certainly if you're working at a, pe- a paintball field, they'll let you use a rental gear. We used to have a gentleman that worked for us who uh, bought himself a Model 98 barrel, barrel 14-inch progressive barrel just because he knew he was going to be rent or borrowing a rental gun. It was a teardrop barrel. So actually. then, uh, oh, my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So whatever. Never underestimate the power of garage sales either. Yes, Pawn, they're really on the shop, garage sales, yeah. Craigslist, Kijiji, whatever it is. Sometimes in your I would say there eBay, those, but sometimes no. Yeah, there are those random finds where you walk into that. You know, we hear stories about it all the time. Guy walks into a pawn shop up on the wall, 
50 bucks, gray ghost, right? Yeah. Even if you're buying something like that, you know the worth of it. You take it home, you sell it on eBay for 1500 bucks. You take that money, you buy more gear, you buy different gear. Whatever. Yeah, it's from the yeah. 90s. It'll never sell. I'll give you five bucks from it. <laughs> yep. Ah, oh, it's got a wooden stock. <laughs> it's made of brass. Oh, this is so heavy. I don't want to play paintball. Yeah. Wolf said he got his first marker at a pawn shop. Yeah. Yep. I think the only thing I bought at a pawn shop was an engagement ring. How'd that work out for you? Good, super cheap. <laughs> I ordered mine on recycled drill bits. Now, got, hold on a second. I got second. one of Wish. <laughs> we have Ira Chidlow. No, it's not like Critchlow. I know, but we're getting Postons infiltrating our chat now. Are we getting Critchlows? It's just mem- misspelled? Well, it's Memorial Day, so a lot of family get together. Right? <laughs> That's true. That's true. John Jones made a great point. Players will loan out their gear and buy budget paint to help out the site by marshalling. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes if, you know, if there's extra food left over, they let you take home a chicken. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, you got to win that in the raffle. <laughs> yes, that's true. Nice to have you, John Jones. Uh, for the last evening, apparently. Okay, first of all, I'm sorry, guys. I'm 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 not myself today, and I'm I'm really brutalizing a lot of the people in our live chat. And I apologize, especially the Poston family. Yeah. Who is the new Poston? Oh, the new Poston is Jesse, but he's from Maui, Maui, Australia. That's true. Although he's friends through furries or whatever you had discovered there. <laughs> Corey Kimpton says we've sponsored uh, junior tournament uh, players by letting them. Borrow equipment. equipment. That's true. Yep, there you go. Uh, I get it. We have enough dead air, or can I go yeah. to no, the next I, question? No, sorry, I was reading Todd okay. Smith's comment. Skip to highlights. Yeah. Sorry, go, right. so go ahead. I'm sorry. It's okay. We'll fix it in editing. Uh, Ryan McGee, longtime watcher, longtime question answer, uh, <laughs> or uh, asker, says, um, okay, Long here's his question. If speedball markers are allowed 10.5 BPS rate of fire during scenario or big game, why are mechanical or otherwise full auto and or response triggers not allowed to go full auto if the rate can be tuned, in most cases it can, to match the rate of fire of speedball markers? Great question. Really it's funny. Question. I had someone on the flip side. We were talking about this the other day. They were complaining that um, um, they had to cap their guns, their, their space guns, going onto a scenario field, but yet the guys that had mechanical triggers were open season they could go as fast as they wanted to and they thought that that was an that like they were the ones that uh, were at the disadvantage mm. because they had the mechanical marker so like you get yourself an emac and you get a trigger mod on that you can fire just as fast if not faster than a ramped speedball gun. ramp it and you know so i can see why these guys were complaining it was in reference to playing like an i like a classic an icy sure yep. that's what the topic was but i mean but to go back so, to the question 10.5 yeah. That's your rate of fire, yeah. right? BPS. Doesn't matter which mode it's in. If you're still shooting 10.5, yeah. could you shoot fully automatic? Could you shoot, like, yeah. should there be any restrictions other than the uh, the yeah. BPS? Well, Roach Critchlow in the chat make, brings my next point. He says there should not be rate of fires for big games. And I agree. I think some big games, I it disagree. should be open season. I disagree. Right. Um, first strikes aside, I think if you have... You know, again, what's the difference of like a, a real scenario where you've got? Anyways, I, I won't get into but, that. But like, well, let's, why? let's be honest. Ten point five in in a scenario game 
versus 15.5, how many actual scenario players are going to be able to tell the difference? Uh, you'll feel the difference. Yes. Most are just going to go, oh, he's shooting really fast. Yeah. The, the, the real reason like, why I look at it is if Gavin's on the opposite side of the field and he runs from tree A to tree B or building A to B, if I it, the difference between 10.5 and 15 balls a second is that I may actually hit him. Right, like I put enough paint in the air in front of him that he runs through it and maybe gets clipped by one. But it's a big to me game. that's like that's like that's a difference. It's a big right? game, but you're yeah. not the only one shooting. It, right. right, that, that that's why I, that's why I disagree it. with it. So yeah. in tournament play, I can understand you've got let's say up to ten people per per side, right? Ten on ten, right? So that's limited number of paint shooting in your direction, your stream. In a big game, you've got hundreds of people shooting into one potential bunker, like a final battle. That's a lot of noise. That's a lot of paint flying. So for safety reasons, I would say not for a big game. I think that really has to be limited for big games. I ten point. I think ten point five is a lot too for particularly. You know, you're you're not getting just experienced players out there too. You get some kids who just want to try. You know, dip their toes in the uh, the scenario world, and that's a bad experience if you're getting lit up by that many people and you're screaming to get out. And it, you know, if you don't have refs on top of it, it can get really really ugly there. Yeah. Okay, I see your side of it. See, Wolf, what you've started. Now you got Gavin. No, and I. it's like, no, so I, I I agree with tournament play, and I agree there should be zero mode in terms of like whether it's fully automatic burst, whatever. If you're shooting with that ten point five, I don't think it doesn't. I don't think it matters. For me, I'd like to remove all caps completely, but all true semi, right? So no ramping, no burst or anything. Yes. Just whatever your fingers can do, whatever your fingies can do. Uh, that's the skill. So that's a different conversation. But ten point five, I agree. Or I'm. I don't think Brian made a point, but he's asking the question. I think if it's 10.5, if that's a limit for BPS, it doesn't. It shouldn't matter what mode you, you come out with as long as it, it's 10.5. Yeah. See, I have a hard time believing it for scenario players because I've like I've seen people with um um oh, what's the mark with the hopper and the stock defender. The defender. I've seen a guy standing on top of a hill with a defender, just pulling the trigger as fast as he could. And the guy, the, the guys with space guns down on the road, sitting there going like, he's shooting too hot. He's shooting too hot. They're shooting too fast. And the ref, he's on full auto. And he walked up there. And the ref's like, no, I've been standing beside him the entire time. Just watch him pull the trigger. I'm like, yeah, that's semi-auto. Dude, figure out how to do that. Yeah. Right? Like, why not? I'm with Gavin. True semi-auto. As fast you, as you can pull that if trigger. You have the, if you have the skills, you yeah. We're not talking yeah. mechanical bounce or bounce or anything like that or ramping. Just like if you have the ability to pull the trigger that quickly without any modifications, then so yeah. be it. That's your yeah, skill. That's so, a learned skill. That's So here's a question. I know I'm going to give this to Gavin. Oh, sorry, I'm going to give this to Josh and Matt. Uh-oh. You oh, guys okay. have both played the final game at Super Game. Super Game is not for the week. It's, it's basically... It's... It, it's a it's a big ass game with tanks and it's got real rules. And as far as I remember, there wasn't a cap on fire rates. That final battle was pretty fantastic. Do you think that it should have had a limit, or do you think it was like what what are your thoughts on that? I don't want to put words into your mouth, but like it was I, intense either way. I, yes. you, but you know what? When you're at Super Game, and we're talking about Oregon at Snipers, then um. The, the difference between the final battle and the rest of the day was not all that different. Like, that play was that intense all day to begin with. And like, it might have been a little bit more because, like, they kind of pack you all into one area. Yeah. And that's sort of where you play the last the last scenario with the last three, like, slapsticks. Is that what they were using? Or the... 
pinwheel ones or something like that, yeah, or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but like that that style of play and that type of action was going on all day. You could step literally onto the field. 30 feet from the entrance and you're right in the thick of it right away yeah there were pockets throughout the day yes yeah but the final battle is known for being crazy at any big game and that could be yeah. said for challenge park for living legends and the original you know all that sort of stuff but i i think too one of the limiting factors is rate of fire is you know guys aren't shooting 15 20 balls a second all the time otherwise they'd be out of paint in 20 minutes I think, you know, I, I my only worry about that rate of fire is close proximity. But again, you're not running up on a guy and putting 15 in his back. At least uh, I hope not. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, by the way, nice to see Shelly Crook in the live chat. So um, we should, we've got a couple more questions, right, Gavin? All right. Why don't I do one more? Uh, because he's in the chat right now. So I will uh, address okay. this question. Then I'll switch up the sack and save the rest for, for next week, if that's okay. Yeah. All right. So the next one comes to us from who's in the chat right now and contributing. John Jones, Mr. I'm in the ditch with chicken. <laughs> um, he wants, <laughs> well, he just left. Damn it. All right. Uh, John's question was, uh, what was paintball? What was a paintball product that should have been more successful, but bombed and didn't live up to expectations? It could be due to quality design, reliability, etc. Uh, for him, he said it was the GI RD, uh, RDL loader. Did you not like the question, Joe? Are you do, are you dissing something you just saw on your computer? Because I was perfectly timed. It was, All right. It was, so, what what product should have been more successful, but yeah. wasn't? And what did? Jesus, what did John? What? I don't know how many times I can what, say lo, this. What loader is that? Uh, he said, uh, for me, the GIRDR loader was amazing, but everything battery changed in built chrono. Uh, should have made it a must, but. Oh, yeah. The yeah. RD, I don't remember that. It was. It had a short lifespan. Yeah. Uh, Wolf Critchell says, Angel Eye Goggles. Uh, I. No. No, they should not have succeeded because those were not made for a human to wear. <laughs> they were so weird. <laughs> it, it felt like it had two pieces of foam that pushed directly under your eye and your nose together at the same time, and that was it. Like, the foam on the forehead was nowhere near your face. It, like it, the no, There was foam on the nose, but it was so far up inside the mask, it didn't touch anything. It was so weird. All right, so what should have been more successful for you, Josh? Because um, you're you're poo pooing on everything. What? <laughs> okay, now I, I, I kind of have a question about this. Is it a, a no, 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 no backpedal out of this? <laughs> no, I need clarification. Set some parameters. I, exactly. <laughs> John Jones has explicitly asked this question. Uh, put his own parameters and boundaries in place. Just answer the damn Mask question. Mask fans. Yeah. There's like to clear out fog. Everyone's had it. But, like, it should have taken off. But, like, I, I mean, there's very few fans that actually work. You're right. And they People don't seem to take off. Good for you. I was trying thing. to sweat you a little yeah. bit. But That's you, what you, I was you trying a, to say. You had a like, damn solid answer. Yeah. Good for you. But is, is it, did they not take off because it, they were all garbage and they just turned batteries into noise? Or... Well, was people it are else? Pay, paying upwards of 150 <laughs> That's a bumper on a pair sticker, of batteries and noise. You pay $150 pair, do, for a pair of goggles, but yet you won't spend $40 on a fan. Can I have that sheet? I might make that into a topic in the <laughs> next couple for weeks. You. John well, no, Jones, contributor to the show and yeah. producer. He doesn't even come up with another one. <laughs> well, I, I, maybe not right away, but I like that. Chicken raffles. That's one thing in PayPal that never took off. Yeah. yeah. Chickens um, can't fly. 
crony was another well thing. Uh, you said never took up. off. Just trying to think of a good product that I enjoyed that Peacock. I didn't see take I, off. I have one. Yeah. I think the Empire Defender. I don't yeah, think that's it, a good one. I don't think it was embraced. That thing shot fast. It had a loader. You could stand up behind a bunker or or anything behind a tree. There was no hopper on top. You had clear sight. It was auto cocker threaded. It was it was air efficient, easy to maintain. It fed seamlessly. You yeah, could it was hold a it, low pressure operator. You right? could really hot, you could pressure. hold it sideways, upside down. And it would still shoot like that. That thing should have been. It should have done way better. You know what I think it was? I think it was a failure of marketing. Because there's a lot of people that saw it but didn't understand what it was. I, yeah, you're right. A failure of marketing. And it probably, they probably, if they would have waited just 15 years to bring it out instead of like <laughs> four years, then it would have. <laughs> I, you're right. I think it was a speedball gun of the future. Because it, it was released and then they did the usual, we'll release it. And then we're not going to have any for the first nine months. And then you're going to be way past the beginning of the season. So everybody spent all their money on their new stuff. Then they came in in stock. And then, like, I mean, how many people still had money left at the end of the season to go, yeah, I could throw, what, $1,400 at this thing? Yeah. I, yeah, I think it. Yeah, it came out at a high price point. May, maybe, maybe, they could, maybe they could have done a polymer or a, a plastic shell as opposed to magnesium or whatever it was. Maybe that would have made it a little, a little, less, a little less expensive. But I... I I think that that was sort of a, a it was a fantastic product, worked well, easy to maintain. Yep. Um, no parts, hopper, parts up, galore, parts galore. There was no shortage. Up, upgraded parts that had rails and everything. I think it was a fantastic marker, just not. You're right, not marketed properly. Also, unfortunately, I think the aesthetics of it as well may have been a contributor to its downfall. What was wrong with the aesthetics? I didn't care for it one bit. It's just, yeah. Says, All right. guy wearing a, <laughs> says a guy wearing a black t-shirt. It looked hello, different. Hello, Mr. Horse. What did you think of that fall? <laughs> no, sir. Didn't I like didn't it. Like it. <laughs> nope. Um, it just what, looked too different. So I, I don't know if this could follow your rules. I thought, I think we all thought, that this was had this gun had some promise and was going to take off. And we all felt when we first saw it that this was something awesome. But what about the Tipman TCR? Oh yeah, it tremendous it, promise. It, it, I was I excited remember for we it. Were Keep all excited TCR. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were all super excited, and it just never. It just no. I don't know if the because but, back then there was limited to the mag size, and it was. Uh, that it, was a strange thing, though. It was mag fed before mag fed became, yeah, the biggest mag fed thing that it is, and it's like. This is what everyone asked for, for and it so had like it, it had all of the right things for a magfed gun, and even had an a, a, an ability to attach mags to itself. Yes, on the external, so you always had one or two extra. It, so you didn't have, if you didn't and have it, a belt. Or, they spent more time on a tech bench than in gameplay. But like, let's I, talk. Let's talk about the loading. Even the loading was on the rail on the side. You popped it out. You put a CO2 and clamped it closed, and you're done. Yeah, that was cool. actually or, pretty slick. Or it had the nipple at the back that would swing to either side if you switched hands Swingin while nipples, you were playing. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what, what other marker has a swinging nipple on it? Oh, boy. <laughs> Not you even know what? the C3 they, had that. The, the, when, they, when they brought out the TMC, when they introduced the TMC, they should have taken that... And had the ability to put your remote line in the bottom of the grip, 
just like their Airsoft M4 they have. Imagine that. Imagine being able to put your remote line in the bottom of the grip and you wouldn't have to have a tank and it would just feed but, for, yeah. seamlessly. I, th I think their goal was to have the tank stock, the air, the air through. But then they dropped the ball in spectacular fashion by making the thing 16 inches long. A TCR was small. TCR was it nice. was TCR was small and compact. It was yeah. fantastic. So William Crook says the defender is my marker of choice. Mad Frog, nice. If it's Mad Frog approved. So, uh, by the way, it's nice to see you guys in the live chat. It'd be nice to be able to see you again in in, in real in real human. life one day. Um, but before I before I go too far on the TCR, so I think you made a valid valid point. I think TCR. They spent a lot of money doing market research. It had flip-up sights. No gun had those at the time. Had the ability to have a, an extra mag on the gun. It had the bottom line, as Joe said, that you can have run a remote instantly without having to do anything. Um, it had the fold-down foregrip handle. It had picatinnies on the side top and bottom of the gun. It had everything going for it. And I think they, they did a lot of research on this, but because it was before its time, I bet you if this came out now... I bet you'd be. I'd, I, I, nah. Now, granted, it also uses TIPX mags, and yeah. that's the biggest downside. But I think if that came out now with the TMC style mags, man, that'd be an unstoppable thing. Um, am I right in saying that that it was the one no, where you pop so. open the side? Yes. You, you're one hundred percent, one hundred percent correct. Because yeah. after I said it, I was like, "Well, do you even oh, have the right mark?" George Hayes said the TM TCR could be switched to Hopper Fed as well. That's right. Yes, that's true. And uh, uh, prayers out to George Hay with his uh, condition, current condition right now. Crawfish. He's got a GoFundMe going box, on right yeah. now. Yeah. In the arms of <laughs> an angel. Look. All right, before we move what on happened? to this topic, I want to give my contribution. Crock pox. Oh. Um, oh, dear. Sorry, before we change yep. off TCR, Nightmare PB says uh, the velocity adjustment was too much for people who didn't want to learn the TCR. Similar to, to, to... So, again, a couple... Yeah, that's true. I had a strange... A, a so did the defender, though, didn't it? Don't you point your finger at me? <laughs> well, the well, every time easy. you point, there's three pointing back at you. <laughs> yes, on oh, my mistake. <laughs> yes. Disneyland. Is that not, or was it the T15? It was the uh, the BT ones. The the wheel. The <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're never going to sell me on a T15. That gun had more parts in it for no reason. It just, you know what? Let's put another washer and an O-ring here. It doesn't do anything, but it's let's just the, put one in. It's the only marker I've taken apart and left with one screw and three O-rings, and I swear it worked better than it did. <laughs> What's that rattle? Never had that before. It's still working. Yeah. All right. Shh, don't ask questions. So for me, the product that should have uh, really taken off but didn't, I think it was premature, was the heads-up display. Yes. Oh. You know what? Uh, we talked about that because it was all based on cellular cellular data. Um, and it was really inaccessible at the time it came out in Canada because there was no unlimited plans. Yeah. Right. So you had to take out a third or fourth mortgage every weekend in order to play uh, if you wanted to run that. So people just didn't invest in it. I think if it came out now, based on the, the cell phone plans we have in Canada, I'm just using that yeah. example. And obviously the states have much better plans than we do here. Uh, and internationally, uh, even better uh, than North America. I think that would take off and be really advantageous as a team. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see how that would change the game or influence the game. I don't know if it would change it, but what, what kind of impact that would have if they had a lot of people a lot of teams utilizing that technology. So this yeah. year, as a project, if we get open and running and we're playing again on a regular, I would like to get you guys all set up with HUD, um, um, Senna's. Senna's on your goggles. 
So they're the they're the Bluetooth thing that we talked about that works over a mesh network, over your cell cellular data, or just over like a your Bluetooth network. And um, they're they're wireless. They're they're uh, uh, voice activated, and they would be like in replace of your walkie-talkie. And if we had those as a group, you'd be in perfect communication. You wouldn't have that horrible noise. Like it would be awesome, right? But if we all had those, it would be attached to your goggle, be charged with a Bluetooth uh, connector. It would last you hours. Like I think you get a 10 or 12 hour day out of them. Um, and you wouldn't need to have a walkie talkie. Really? Because that would be it right there. It would, so you're you, walking and talking do with they look, this in there? Do they look good? They're streamlined. Like they, they just flat on your helmet. They're about a quarter inch thick. They got a big plus and minus for your volume. And then a middle button that's got a little uh, cell phone signal thing on it look, for making phone calls. Look at this big shooter, eh? Replacing all of our harder, hard-learned Navy foot signals with technology. <laughs> Alan Martin said the HUD is at a date where we well, we're running smart glasses next. Likely. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And, you know, okay. So smart glasses didn't really take off because people didn't want to add extra <laughs> optics on their face uh, to do that, right? Given that this works for paintball because we're used to having optics on our face, that might be a really great way to integrate the technology into it. Yeah, that's true. Why like not? the Ray-Ban smart glasses they have now, you could have for... Um, live streaming. Live and, streaming, yeah. that'd be amazing. I, I would just love a HUD system on my regular everyday glasses that's a smart HUD so that when I meet people... That I've already met before, it would tell me their names. Well, it's that, called that, facial recognition. No, but that's the Google Google glasses, right? So you can have your bullet points. I know. Oh yes, this guy has halitosis. So yeah. Stand back. Yes, right? yeah. I know him because of this <laughs> halitosis. Yes. I am the worst with people's name and recognition, and I'll first admit it. But it wouldn't that be great if you could walk down the street and you go, "That's Joe Schmo," and you from know Kokomo. him from here and. Yeah. Joe Schmo from Kokomo. You also know him from uh, Aruba, Jamaica. Who I wanna. Yeah. Do you know the the Poston fellow? I was creeping him on Facebook. <laughs> yes. Why are you admitting this on air? I don't care. Talk to your I lawyer at, first. Yes, he, but li- he lives in he lives in Wallacoola, Ampalupa, Kauai. Uh, I can't even say it. Oompa Don't like, get me into your gigs. <laughs> look. If you listen close enough, Gavin, you can hear him deleting his Facebook yeah, Quick, get offline now. <laughs> He's only been your computer. on Facebook since January 2019. But look at his Wallaluk, wherever he lives. Can someone pronounce that? I can't. Well, it's in Maui. He's some unfortunate 50-year-old kid who stumbled across his podcast, <laughs> and now his parents are screaming at him in the background. Why is that guy creeping you on Facebook? Yeah. Hey, John Metcalf says HUD with a live scope view. Yeah, Ooh. that'd be cool. Well, I guess if you kind of look at Iron Man no. and all the things that oh. he has on his heads up, it'd be neat to... Oh, you know, it'd be, oh, you know, Tim it'd be Miller, even better. Tim Miller can't watch the big storms here, and I'm out with all the right. state emergency service and ha- have a, telling us to have a great show. Well, be safe, my be friend. Safe, yes, be safe, Tim. Okay, listen, watch Tim, out if for you don't like what kangaroos. we're talking about, you don't have to make up some storm. Just we'll change the subject. Yeah, be safe, sir. Um, I, I would be all up for a scope camera on a heads-up display so long as it was not mine. Yeah. I just want to see what Gavin's looking at all day. Just porn. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in the corner all the time? Why, Jesse Refresh Boston the hub. Says, 36. I'm 36. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. With the exchange rate, how old would he be? Jeez. Oh, why don't you creep it again? Yep, 36 <laughs> times 1.3. While Joe's creeping. He's 48, 46.8 <laughs> with your 30% exchange rate. 
I can let you guys know that Planet Eclipse, guys, every gun, bunker, or gunfight has a story, and now it's time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product. Whether you're storming the beach or creeping a person in Hawaii, make sure that your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse, creators of happy endings. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. More smoke than an erupting volcano in Hawaii. EG Smoke gives you the cover, color, and contrast you need if you're taking pictures in the picture or want to be out of the picture like Jesse. Or creeping Pull a pin pictures. on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke and move to Hawaii. And air ups. Inflatable is designed to hold air all day. Designed and manufactured in America by Brent Davis and his crew. Nothing can beat air ups. They're thick, welded seams, stainless steel hardware, and they have multiple color and print options available. So don't let your game be deflated. Get air ups at airups.com. Ruthless. Rome was not built in the day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully supplemented team packages. Everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use the promo code BTB15 to save 15% on your order. Exalt, often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament-ready, battle-proven, and available worldwide. DLX Technologies, inspired by the best, DLX has created the new benchmark in high-performance markers with the TM40. The evolution continues like, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. From boondocks to boulevards, whether you're sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go day and night. Use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off your ride at ride519.com. So if you guys have put up with the show and watched it so far, thank you very much. Question is, do you think uh, do you think uh, Jesse Poston will ever return? Huh? I think so. <laughs> there you go. Sino McGarrett. Kinda Toxic in the YouTube chat says TM40 best gun ever. Oh, he lives, in Hardy. he lives in Hawaii, right? Who's that, Mr. Poston? Yeah. yeah. Do you ever think he's seen Dog the Bounty Hunter just like out bounty hunting? <laughs> Is that where he's based now? Isn't he? I don't know. I don't know what yeah. island's on. He's on. Do you think that I tried uh, to tell you? Gu- I tried to tell you guys what island he was on, and you just shut me down. <laughs> well, you tried to pronounce it, then you pass it up on me. I'm like, I'm not getting into that. I yeah. thought you were having a stroke. <laughs> By the way, Jesse, if you'd like your own personal show, we will travel to Hawaii. Uh, we don't travel less than business class, just FYI. So there you go. And Todd needs a handicap. Um, bond chick <laughs> wants to know: Are we are we no longer manscaping? Um, I'm still manscaping. We're just That's a personal we, question, we, damn it. Yeah, we uh, we're manscaped. Unfortunately, we uh, we did a short uh, sponsor with them. We're going to probably hit them up again in the holiday season or or, or during the late summer. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you mentioning that. We We're do gonna try hit to take care of again our... when everything grows back. <laughs> <laughs> With Josh, though, you can hear it growing. That's <laughs> it's just sitting beside. We're you. waiting for the lawnmower 5.0 before we start talking about it again. Oh, uh, is that right? <laughs> Joe wants his picture on it, so that's right. Joe's face. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. I don't know if, how I feel about that. Ew. Joe's face by my nether regions. <sighs> you know what, <laughs> French lick. <laughs> You know, the we French have a topic 1.0. tonight, but I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna forego Let's just leave. it. Sure. For next <laughs> week. Yeah. Let's give up now. How are you now, Dad? You okay there, Grunty? <sighs> yes, I'll show you why I'm Grunty later. Is that right. does it have anything to do with the sweater that's on your lap right now? A little bit. You need a lot more five My ovaries. Alright, why don't we do a quick uh quick session of uh 
Gavin getting his calculator out. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. I got a slouch. Vintage 1985 JT oh, Racing wow. Goggles. Oh, oh. The whippersnappers. Oh, but it's a second generation, though. Oh, that's Yeah, strap, but that though. strap's still 700 bucks. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. I got a desert brown one of those straps on the original goggle. That's still, 750. Still with elasticity in yeah, it? Yeah, it still has elasticity. Oh, that makes it 850. You're sitting on some retirement money there. Yeah, sell it. <laughs> All right. Um, Gavin, Gavin, he's you got won last right I did one like, but it was, Yeah, it was fantastic. It was great to be here and win again. Uh, <laughs> so for that particular item, that's a tough one. Um, well, Critchlow starts us off at 200 bucks. Okay, I was going in the same area of ludicrousness. I'm going to say 150 Bob. Joe, what are you thinking? Ramon Cortez says $17. George Hayes said 35 bucks. Yeah. Janet Hardy, 65. John Jones, oh, he put 70 pounds. What's that? Like 150 bucks Canadian? Uh, two. Probably two stone. It was a 1.35 today, I think. Two hands. How much is a stone? That's I'd a, like to that's know. That's a the, piece of weight. Yeah. It's 14. Uh, no. Half the price of 24 a hand. 24 pounds? Jennifer Montressor says 75. Tracy Santos, she's a girl, says 115. Jason Smith, 140. Wolf agrees with two stone. <laughs> oh, uh, one stone is 14 pounds. That's it? Yep. I'm a hell of a lot of stones. <laughs> <laughs> How much is a boulder worth? Oh, uh, speaking of stones, do you see the Ukrainian guy over the weekend? Broke the world record for the Flintstone lift, the world's strongest man. Oh, yeah? By like 100 pounds. Wow. Like, he didn't just beat it. He smashed it. It was phenomenal. I had one of those uh, Brontosaurus burgers. Yep. All right, uh, Joe, you, what did you guess? I didn't. What um, are you thinking? 135. Okay. Josh? I'm going to need 200. Okay. I'm going to need you guys all to relax. And lower we all overbid? Damn. What was yeah. the lowest bid? 135 was the lowest. All right. Paul Gavin, Paul's, Paul's, all 60. right, 60 bucks. Keith That's Kissel, fifteen ninety five with rose colored lenses. <laughs> okay, now I'm confused. Why is that strap not worth a million dollars? Remember, this is eBay, right? Like this is all auction bid, so it probably sold before someone who knew what was going. All right, I said sixty. What else we have? Joe, eighty bucks. <laughs> no rubles. <laughs> what do you think? Ninety. Ninety bucks. This sold for sixty five. Yeah. You got it? Second time around. So yeah. if you're wearing those <laughs> clean that at the field, too. you need something to wear to the field. <gasps> How about a vintage 1980s JT Varsity Leatherman? It's not an zipper or button jacket, jacket, but it's close. This is a le- like it's a proper button. Do you button think out. you could get the dream catcher with it? That's that a is a dream. Uh, dreamy. God. Uh, probably that. not. Could you imagine rocking that down the street? Like intentionally? That. Look at the leather. It you is couldn't wear it in so the rain. Bad. It's like that coat I have. That what was it? Oh, that Thunderwear one. Thunderwear. But hold on, it's tweed. What? Oh my goodness, it is. Yeah. And tweed then and leather. And it's like a high but, grain. Okay, but burlap. is that leather? Like that's the same leather you get in like no, a that's high school John, jacket. That's John right? Jones tweed. You can tell. Yeah, this comes with a chicken pocket. 
<laughs> yeah, but now Never I find want. yourself in a ditch. <laughs> now I actually chicken stove. It's, 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 it's insulated for safety. Actually, <laughs> I was gonna say it's a refrigerated chicken pocket. Jesus, that's where those feathers in the Dreamcatcher came from. <laughs> a refrigerated chicken pocket. Oh Jesus! All right, Gavin, what are you thinking? I'm done. Uh, One hundred, Bob. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, Joe, what are you thinking? Um, what did you say, Gavin? 100, because I had to go to bed. 135. Los Polos Los Jimenez. That's what I was going to say. Well, then you say something different. 145. <sighs> All right. That's close. Somebody in the, somebody in the studio. <laughs> Joe <Jones> says, need. <laughs> now they just had elbow pads for when you fall over and don't hurt yourself. Um, someone got it exactly right. Who? $100. First time around, baby. All Thank right. you, John Jones. Jesus. All right. We're going to. I'm quitting. Maybe we're going to finish on this one here. One last one here, ladies and gentlemen. Matt and I don't get it. But maybe you guys know anything about this. This is Nasty Boys Paintball White Graphic shirt. Direct. Let me zoom in. It's not a direct damage shirt. No. Team hmm. Nasty Boys. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I'll show you the back. Task Force. Very nicely done. Like, nice. It, it, it is? Wow, whatever. We haven't got, oh, look at that. It's paintball. It's definitely not drew. Is it paintball? It's definitely not that drawn guy by has Vector that. Guy. I don't think anyone has a paintball. Not one. What, are they all shooting magfed? Well, this guy's clicking in something. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think it's. I don't I see splats anywhere. I do see a policeman with his finger up his nose. Yeah, I think it's just a. That na- is nasty. Okay, but it's labeled as a paintball shirt. Okay. So maybe it was a paintball team. What do you guys think? Gavin? Five bucks, Bob. George Hayes says 1995. Tracy, 13. Richie says 15. 21. Schmeckles says Dan and Hardy. (laughs) Schmeckles. 350 at Goodwill says Keith. Yeah. All right. Uh, Gavin, what did you say? Five bucks. Five bucks. Joe? 18. 18. 25. All right. This sold... Why? Two hundred dollars. Wow! Obviously, people know something that we don't know. Yeah. This is a. It says vintage, but I don't understand. Crazy. But that puts that puts uh, Josh on the board. It's the vintage tax. Yes, it is. All right. Well, we're gonna uh, we're gonna end up here uh, because it is getting close to that hour. And if you guys are watching us from the states you're probably going to want to go out and watch some fireworks tonight or they do fireworks on memorial day i don't no, I think no, so july 4th is fireworks day in Let's... canada every every night is fireworks day unfortunately that seems that way yeah yeah july 4th is like barbecue time isn't it no this is the official well, kickoff they, of the cookout season they in do america a lot of barbecuing today this is very official it's a, cookout. It's a, it's a barbecue Sorry, I'm just reading the chat. So thank you to all of you guys for watching. We're going to end uh, the Facebook stream here. We're going to continue to do our after show slash podcast on YouTube. If you want to continue to watch, head on over. If you can't find us, go to BehindTheBunker.com. All of our links and everything are there as well. Uh, Good night, Team Tags and everybody else that watched. Uh, Paul, I hope you enjoyed finding a new, uh, new son. Hopefully you guys are reunited and your 36 year old son. I see Jennifer Beatty has uh, logged off. Maybe she's upset with you, but uh, yeah. So enjoy the night. I hope it's not an impostum. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. 
Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Insulated chicken pockets. Is that the one with the guy in the, in the <laughs> mall and he flips his wife's purse like inside out or something in the bag? Yeah, so it doesn't look like in a grocery bag. And or then something. they do the slow clap. Yeah, yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in or staying staying here. Um, here's a quick question for the after show. Yeah, buddy. It has nothing to do with paintball, but there's a visual. That's most of it. Someone show, posted though. this the other day, and it got me thinking. And I actually spent too long thinking about this. If you had to survive 20 minutes with one of these to receive a million bucks, what would you do? So your choices are a brown bear, a tiger, a hippo, or a crocodile, or alligator for... Okay. The croc. Can I... Yeah, can I ask a clarifying question before I answer? Does it start pissed off? Are you in the water with the croc or no? Let's say you're wherever the picture is taken, so everything seems to be on land, so... I'm with Matt. I'm going croc. Yeah. Josh, what are you thinking? I think croc is the only... Well, the hippo is the deadliest animal in the world. Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah. And fa- it's one of the fastest in that picture. And you cannot outrun a grizzly. You cannot outrun a tiger, but you can climb a tree fast enough to get away from an alligator. I Zigzag, think. all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Bob they, and uh, alligator, there. crocodile, they can. They have some good jumping distance. Uh, uh, every cu- single one of them. Cuban crocs do. Cuban crocs and leap six feet in the air. Yeah, but crocodile—that's an alligator. How can you? What's the difference? The the snout. Okay, that's how you can tell. Crocodile yeah. is like wider and, and thicker. Crocodiles is when thinner. I when I was in Gatorland in in Florida, <laughs> uh, we were watching one of the shows and this family couldn't see and sat on one of the uh, the pens, oh, elevated, and the guy panicked. That the, the guy of the show said. Those are Cuban crocs in there that can leap six feet. You need to come down. Jeez. I'm like, oh, bueno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like grizzly, if you're in a tree, you're screwed. Yep. Tiger, you're screwed if it's in a tree. Alligators Hippos can jump out of the water's edge up to five feet to snatch a meal. But if you, and, and not that that's not horrible, but if you then go and research the capabilities of the other three animals, I think that's a far cry from what a hippo or a. And if it's cold, alligators are also less because they're the only one there that's cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. Check it and see. (laughs) Got a fever of 103. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, whatever. I mean... Are we all saying croc? I think so. I think that's the only logical choice. I would love to hear an argument against it. Like, Joe's got a couple of points, but I I think at the end of the day... Yeah... Yeah, and a hundred million. I I don't know that you'd survive anyways with twenty like twenty minutes. Like if you were in a confined area, not a chance you'd survive at all. Twenty minutes is long enough for each of them to kill you and start digesting and, okay. you. Okay, and yeah. I'm thinking yeah. as well if it's if it's gone horribly sideways and you take a bite, a croc will rip a full appendage off and you can easily get away. And they'll just like they yeah. will munch on it they will try to digest it and you know they'll be content with whatever limb they get yeah but if you yeah. think the Co- the kodiak or grizzly and the tiger are both smart killers they will go for the neck first yeah the hippo and the croc are indiscriminate they'll grab whatever they can or a hit whatever they can right yeah yeah and you look at the hippo and you think he doesn't like a crocodile won't move very agile like it's it's not a very nimble creature and yes, the hippo is. looks like it's not. No, I'm talking comparatively, oh. right? 
But like that hippo, it's they're scary. Yeah. Yeah. John Jones says tiger as he always carries a bag of catnip in his pocket. <laughs> and the non he would. the non-refrigerated <laughs> pocket, right? John Jones. Is there nothing he can't do? Carry a chicken home? <laughs> <laughs> he did successfully. <laughs> oh Lord Tender and Jesus there. Anyways, I saw that today and I thought that that, that I Where actually gave it some that? thought. I, who Just knows? Probably on Facebook or something. Facebook? Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, um, this this. Oh, speaking of John Jones, this was the picture I wanted to show you. This was his loader that he was talking about. Oh, the oh. RVR. Oh, he actually owns. I one. don't remember that. It was, they were brief, maybe two years. Yeah. Yeah, if that. I do like the the glossy GI logo on there. I think that looks really cool. What's it's it called? It's subtle. I G- think it was RVR. GR. As we're all looking it up. Looking it up. <sighs> is that the Enola Gay poster in the back, or is that Call of Duty? EG, you can see his tag. Yeah, EG for chest. sure. Hey, John Jones, we need more sandbaggers uh, jerseys, so uh, get on that, will you? <laughs> Redneck Trail Rider says, I'm looking at that picture thinking, I really don't need the money. <laughs> <laughs> He's Good not wrong. No. No. If you had to hunt any of those animals... Again, a crocodile would be the slowest moving thing if you're coming on it with no, some... No, no, no. You don't think so? Wait, you hunt them with a rifle? I don't know. I hunt, I don't know. Whatever Have you ever watched Swamp People? There's yeah. only one spot on a croc you can shoot it to kill it, and it's the size of a quarter. You hook them. You hook them with like a big-ass um, like butcher's hook with a baby ducks uh, tied to them. Really? Yeah, and yeah. then you pull them out of the water, and you take a twenty-two, and there's a spot the size of a quarter. on that, And sometimes they miss. Like, ch- the one dude, he missed... The bullet ricocheted off and went like in just above his eye, oh, and they had to like take it out. Though. It was crazy, because that's all you need. But that'll be right, larger. That, that it blows the bottom of the jaw part. But then it can bounce off. Like you yeah, hit the like bone. You gotta like, hit the right spot. But then man. it'll ricochet. And, like you, you get seriously injured from a twenty-two. A twenty-two. Sorry, redneck. I'd probably, I'd probably take the hippo because it's in oh, water, and I got a Remington no. seven hundred. Redneck trail rider says, "I'm not a he guys." LOL. And then she further goes on to say, I'm a Poston. Oh, <laughs> oh get the... F- no. <laughs> Im- okay, another Imposton. <sighs> this is, okay, That's we're, we're allowing two Postons to watch a show. There's no quota. There's no Postins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no Postins allowed. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Tom Cruise is in a new movie called Mission Imposton. Well. So... <laughs> Two nights ago... Joe's going to be thinking of these all weeks, <laughs> quietly laughing to himself. Two nights ago, we watched, uh, started to watch... Um, Apocalypse Now? <laughs> not Maverick. Uh, Top Gun. Did you watch We're it? We're showing my daughter Top Gun. Oh, okay. Because it's... Ev- everyone, yeah. Because everyone's talking about Maverick, and my wife thinks we should go see it, and I agree at some point we should see it, but, you know, Finley had never seen it, so we, we started watching it, and we're maybe a third of the way through, and she's she's so done with it. She's like, this is like the worst movie ever. Did she at least get to Danger Zone? Because that's <laughs> the only part of the movie you need to actually watch. You can yes. skip the yeah, volleyball the scene. Zone. How go- could you skip the volleyball scene? Playing je- playing in jeans on the beach and then... Because it makes it a watchable movie if you skip it. 
But that, yeah. that's the cringe is what makes it, makes it worthy. Like the random conversation with the guys in the locker room with like towels around their waist and like. But see, I played volleyball for sick. years before, and when I watch it, it's all cringy because it's not even right rules. They're not even like. <laughs> they're not even doing it. You're right. just watching it for the volleyball scene, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got two cuts. One was just all in volleyball, and the other one's a movie without volleyball. Yeah. I so, got a movie clipper at home. I wonder if I can clip it and then watch it. Yeah. Just sell edited Zuby's copy. We're also still watching that Anna Delvey movie, Making Anna or Coming Up with Anna, okay. whatever it is. And um, the last episode we watched, they have this new star wipe, but it's not a star wipe. A- anyways, we, 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 every time they cut to something, they use this new wipe. I don't know why they're using it for this one episode, but it drove us all nuts. I don't know that we're going to get back to it. We're two more episodes to find out what's happening, like, you know, to finish the series. But have you guys finished it? Yeah, we finished nope. it. I haven't started it. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to watch it. Start. Don't, don't, don't have just because their accent is terrible. Like, it's such a, it's such bad acting. What's wrong? But we do want to know what happens. So we may finish it. Oh, it's bad. Like, it's, it's, it's cringeworthy. Hey, you bad. mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Um, I started watching the Lincoln Lawyer. Oh no, the television show. Yeah, how's that? Is that good? It's the it's, looks good. it's really good, but it has like speaking of like weird effects, it has this thing where it goes to his ex-wife, and every time it goes to her, it's like a shoulder-mounted camera, and it's like shaking, and it's like it just it shakes so much it like pops you out of the dialogue, and you're like, why is the camera shaking? And it skips immediately to the next scene. It just goes to like regular still camera and you're like what was that on an for unrelated, every single time on an unrelated so question odd. is Michael J. Fox a part of this or oh, apparently <laughs> he's a camera guy now <laughs> what I just asked That's if he's horrible. part of the cast horrible you guys are jerks All right. well Jeff Thompson says uh, for the new uh, Top Gun movie there's another scene on the beach in this one but he's not going to spoil it though oh, okay so play, I want to see they play it. homage to the volleyball playing badminton in just jeans oh, on the yeah. beach with cut off jeans no show. we lost the birdie it, it, no and now it's pickleball <laughs> <laughs> if they're playing badminton, I wonder if they would show the shuttlecocks. Um, I just hope there's like, I, you guys ever follow the Instagram channel, in, Influencers in the Wild? No. And no. it's just pictures of like people doing normal things. And in the background, there's always some in- influencer like taking the video of them like twerking on the beach. Like two fat chicks twerking on the beach in the background of these people like nice. celebrating or something like that. But I can just imagine the scene in Top Gun and just some chick on the beach, like, twerking in the background with some <laughs> overly skinny guy filming it. Are, are you guys excited to see Maverick? I will. I'm going to say, uh, I think I said it a couple of weeks ago because it wasn't here last week. I wasn't overly excited, but if I'm going to watch it, it will have to be in theater. I'm not going to watch it on, I agree. on, on TV. Yep. It's got to be the full sound. The full or Dolby. Yeah. It got, <laughs> yeah. It got number. It Blue, uh, it beat um, Pirates of the Caribbean by 100, 100, 100 million dollar opening. 154 million in Pirates of the Caribbean was 153. Wow! I have a 108 inch screen. You really in my shit house. on that person's bed. Didn't no, you? but I want, I want it? like, uh, like I want like stupid, Thank stupid you, screen. I want stupid sound. I want uh, movie theater popcorn. Yeah. I want to sit. It's ne- so expensive. Just bring your own. I want, that, I want to sit next to Todd <laughs> and share his popcorn as well. <laughs> like that's the experience I want. I want my yeah. shoes stuck to the floor the entire time I'm watching. I'm going to wear jeans and no shirt and just dog tags. <laughs> like, I, I make will. sure you wrap your hands in like indiscriminate white cloth. I want to know how your first experience goes back to the theater. 
I, I do want to go see Top Gun at the theater, and I'm and I said before I don't want to go back, but I think I would for this. But I think now I've also been out in the wild more lately with less social distancing and having to put up with bigger crowds of people. Maybe my tolerance is slowly coming back that I could go to a movie and not have, not feel so annoyed by it. Why but... don't we commit to doing it as a, as a team here? Uh, but first, we have to source on eBay those aviator jackets. I have matches. one. <laughs> I have one. And we'll go in costume. Someone asked us about that the other day, if we had any aviator stuff, because she was going to go with all her friends and aviator stuff. And as soon as I heard that idea, I'm like, oh, we, you can't. How could you not? <laughs> like it's if so you, bad. If you went to see, if you went to see Apocalypse now at the theater, would you wear your tiger stripe? I'd wear, no, I would not. I would wear my NBA outfit or, oh, or, or, or my uh, or my uh, my gorilla outfit. Oh. Gavin sneaking, uh, not, not gorilla sneaking as his as own the, rice into the theater. Yeah, not gorilla as in uh, the furries, but gorilla as in the Viet Cong. Oh, I was yeah. worried. I'd wear my French army uniform. Your French army. Oh, good for you. Starting off the conflict. Yeah, yeah. With your opium with your chucking, opium pipe. Chucking smoke grenades in the front. Jeez. John Jones says he's watching uh, Maverick tonight. Popcorn drinks ready to sneak in with a JT jacket. Now, <laughs> Jennifer Poston says, yes, the other Poston does like his popcorn. <laughs> now, I don't have any aviator stuff, but I have an inappropriately fitting flight suit. Ooh, flight suits would be good too. I love flight suits. The inappropriateness of it would be the best. Yes. Yeah. The Air Force survival help pilot vest and stuff. (laughs) Just have it have zipped up to your stomach. (laughs) Have your hairy chest. Your hamburger meat hanging. No, just have one sleeve in and one one hanging down. But pulled up tight. I want sling a sling a duffel bag over your shoulder. I actually want to come in. I want to come in in this casket saying I'm goose. Too soon. What if it's 36 years? Nah, instead, instead, though, we all just wear like volleyball short shorts and tank tops. I think it, I think there were some crop tops in that, crop that, tops. that one suit. Yeah, it may have been. Yeah, Val- 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 Kemmer is clearly in a crop top at one point. Or all right, we have to put some thought to this, and we're going to do this. We're going to do this oh, right. Oh, I thought you were going to cut him off before one of us made a Val Kilmer comment. Uh, can, you pilot pick glasses? Glasses? can you pick us up? Can you pick us up? Oh, you just did. <laughs> you, you bastard. I'm sorry. I'm going to Can go you pick hell. us up in your Jeep with the top off, and we'll Blair Loggins the whole way there? Danger Zone, baby. I think Danger Zone's on the way home. I think Take My Breath Away on a slow roll there is more food fitting, I think. Sing karaoke on the way there. Um, my daughter also thought it was the cringiest when he started singing "You Have to Close Your Eyes" <laughs> anymore. <laughs> do 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 do. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get get out of here. Uh, uh, John Jones gets the final comment of the night. He says Joe is going as Kelly McGinnis. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Good night, guys. We'll see you next week.